Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mad for Books. Last time we talked about Foul Lady Fortune by Chloe Gong and discussed how points of view can change a story significantly. This time we will be discussing two romances, The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren and Hook Line and Sinker by Tessa Bailey and comparing them. But first I want to update you guys. This week was my sister's 22nd birthday, so of course I jumped at the chance to use the song 22 by Taylor Swift in my Instagram stories. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to celebrate with her physically since she's basically halfway across the world, but I did call her at midnight her time. I also finished watching the three episodes of The Summer I Turn Pretty Season 2, which are out so far, and I'm basically dying as a Conrad girly right now. So this week, I finished reading Open Water. So now I've started reading um, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis. Back to the Unhoneymooners. So throughout the book, Olive talks a lot about luck. Um, Luck basically shaped her view on the world, especially since she always considered herself to be like very unlucky due to like bad luck around her circumstances. And she also compared her luck to her twin sister, Amy, saying how Amy is like the luckier twin. And it's also a recurring theme for the events that happen in the book. Personally, I think that this is a really negative way of looking at things because anytime something goes wrong, you can't just say like, oh, it's bad luck and leave it at that. You should try and figure out what went wrong and how you can fix it so that you can do better next time. For example, if I don't play well at a tournament, yes, luck does play a part, but for the most part, it's my own actions. If I just said that it was bad luck making me play badly and I never thought that I was doing something bad myself, then I would continue playing with the same bad habits and I would never improve. Throughout the book, we see Olive break free from the barriers that she put around herself in terms of luck. She realises that she can take her own path, kind of. There is also a recurring theme of trust in the book. Trust in yourself and trust in other people. By the end of the book, there's a conflict of the trust between Olive and Ethan versus the trust between Olive and her twin. I think that trust is a good thing to have, but who you choose to put that trust in needs to be chosen very carefully. With Ethan and her twin, Olive realised that they didn't have as much trust in her as she thought that they did, and this really hurt her. In the case of Ethan, it is reasonable that he decided to trust his brother over Olive, since oftentimes people would choose to trust their family over their partner. If I was in his shoes, I probably would have done the same thing. It was just in this specific case that he was wrong. But I think that he should have at least listened to Olive's reasoning and explanation instead of just immediately getting angry at yelling at her. 
especially after everything that they experienced together during the honeymoon. For Amy, I think that she should have trusted Olive. They're not just sisters, but twins. So there should have been like a deeper connection and more trust between them. This whole situation really just made me hate Amy's character. But before the whole conflict, I actually really liked the chemistry between Olive and Ethan. And I think that if that whole ending hadn't happened, I probably would have been rooting for them a lot as a couple. I also loved the vacation vibes. If you're looking for a book recommendation to read during the summer, then I would definitely recommend this because I think it would be a good book to read. But I hated the ending. I hated how neither Amy nor Ethan trusted Olive when she told them what Amy's new husband, Dane, had done. Meanwhile, Hook, Line and Sinker by Tessa Bailey is a very different book. So while The Unhoneymooners is an enemies to lovers, Hook, Line and Sinker is a friends to lovers. While The Unhoneymooners discusses trust, Hook, Line and Sinker discusses self-growth. So in Hook, Line and Sinker, us readers get to see the journey of how the main male character, Fox, decides that he has found something worth trying for. He realizes that he wants to work on himself and become a better person because of Hannah, who is the female main character. I think at some point in our lives, everyone finds something that motivates them and encourages them to become a better person. Like for me, when I see the good that other people do in the world and I see how it makes an impact, even if it's just to one person, it makes me understand how I can make a difference. And it also makes me want to become a better person myself. While Hook, Line and Sinker can be read as a standalone, it is actually the second book in the standalone series called The Bellinger Sisters. I had read the first one, It Happened One Summer, before reading Hook, Line and Sinker. I really enjoyed It Happened One Summer, so before going into Hook, Line and Sinker, I did have some high expectations for it. Unfortunately, it didn't meet my expectations, but I do think that there was good chemistry between the characters. But one thing that I didn't like was that I found the plot a bit too boring and forgettable, and I wish that I had shown the characters actually together more. The characters were also a bit boring and cliche for me. So firstly, Hannah, who is the female main character, was just not an entertaining character to read at all, especially when you compare her to her sister, Piper, who was the main character in the first book. Hannah was basically every single YN, I'm not like other girls character put into one. For example, she was constantly undermining herself, which can get really exhausting for the reader as well. And she even referred to herself as the supporting actress type rather than the leading lady. And to me, this kind of phrasing and behavior just comes off as a YN character. 
So the main male character, Fox, did have some valid issues, but to me, it just seemed really ironic that he didn't like being sexualized and objectified when he had basically spent almost his whole life doing the exact same thing to women, which is exactly how he had ended up in that position in the first place. So all in all, while I did think that the plot and the characters were a bit boring and maybe too cliche, um, if you're looking for a nice, relaxing, non-emotional read, then I would recommend this. But personally, I preferred It Happened One Summer a lot more. Well, that's all I have for today. I would love any feedback that you guys have. And if you like this episode, then I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast. If you have any recommendations that you want featured on the pod, then just DM me at my Instagram at mad.sbooks. See you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.